You're welcome to teaching ministry of Reverend Dr. Femi Olale or IKEA Christian Center Global. Get set to be edified. The word works. By what? By my what? Spirit said what? Okay, continue reading. Verse 7. Oh, glory to God. And he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings. Ever say shoutings. Ever say shoutings. Crying what? Grace. Grace unto it. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. That means I will get it done by my spirit. Glory to God. Then he now says, who art thou great mountain? That means if the spirit is involved, no matter how big the mountain is, it does not matter. He said, who art thou great mountain before Zerubbabel? You shall become what? A plain field. Praise God. Now, go to verse 8. Look at what he says there. Verse 8 says what? Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying what? Hmm, I'm a Read it. He says what? I've laid the foundation of this house. His hand shall also what? Hear me. Listen to me. When the Holy Ghost gets involved, you finish what you start. Glory to God. You finish what you start. You don't build for another to enjoy. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. He said the hands of Zerubbabel has laid the foundation. His hands shall also finish it. Hallelujah. Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I carry the grace of a starter and of a finisher. Say it again. In the name of Jesus, I carry the grace of a starter and of a finisher. That means in your marriage, you start the marriage, you will finish it. No divorce. Glory to God. You will start building a house, you will complete it. Did you hear what I said? I said, do you hear what I said? Your academics, you start the course, you finish it. All those, all those online courses, you have 15 that you have not finished. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I release unto this house the grace to finish. Amen. The grace to finish. Amen. The grace to start. And the grace to finish. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay, listen to me. 2023 is our year of the Spirit. We are going to be efficient in delivery. Ruthless in execution. We're going to get results that it is by the Spirit. It is evident that the hand of God is involved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not too much story, just results. Did you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? So I want to teach you today how we're going to make it happen. How it's going to happen. Glory to God. Turn your Bibles with me quickly. Hmm. Amen. Turn to the book of 1 Corinthians. Hmm. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter number 4. Hmm. If you don't understand how faith works, how the realm of the spirit works, you are going to be in the camp. So, Second Corinthians four. You're going to be in the camp of those who criticize, who understand how it works. Hallelujah! You understand? The worst place to be in is to the worst seat to sit in in the house is the house of a commentator, except you are being paid for it. Hallelujah! For example, in football, we have these ex-footballers 
who comment on football games. How many of you know what I'm talking about? So they come in and they comment on games and they comment and they criticize the coach. And you hear some of them telling how, what they think the right tactics were. Oh, they should have done this, you know, they should have put this one here and the wing back, wing back, wing back, three, five, two, four, four, two. Then what normally happens is that some of the owners of the clubs, they watch the football games and they say, oh, it looks like that guy knows what he's talking about. So do you know what they do? They now go and hire the commentator. Guess what? There is not one commentator that has become a good coach. Most of them lose because the worst seat in the house is the seat of the commentator. Most commentators don't know what they are talking about. Do not be the Christian that sits in the seat of the critic, criticizing what other people are doing, trying to analyze one man of God has obeyed God and not that he comes and maybe he shares something that maybe is not too perfect. You have caught on it. You are not doing thread on why that teaching is false. Praise God. But we can't find you anywhere building anything. Your own is to sit down and criticize what people are building. Listen to me. Critics don't work by faith. There is no spirit of criticism in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Let me just get into the word now. And look at this scripture quickly. Second Corinthians chapter 4. So the fullness of the fire, we are focusing on the fullness of the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. Spirit of faith. Hallelujah. We have the declarations of, in the scripture or qualifications of faith. We have the spirit of faith. We have the word of faith. Hallelujah. The word of faith. The Bible talks about it. The word of faith which we preach. This is the logos of faith or the rema of faith which we preach. Then there is the spirit of faith. The word of faith imparts into um, the hearers the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith is a doing spirit. The spirit of faith is a believing spirit. The spirit of faith is a speaking spirit. We are able to identify what spirit is in operation by what is coming out of the mouth of the spirit. We can identify what spirit is in operation in a man by listening to what comes out of that man's mouth. Praise God. Now, 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, can we read one to go? It says what? What does he say? We have in, okay, let us start from verse 11. He said, we, for we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Verse 12, everybody wants to go, it says what? So then, death walketh in us, but life in you. 13. We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written. I what? Church, talk to me. I what? I what? I believe and therefore do I? Talk to me. I believe, therefore, do I what? So, the spirit of faith is a speaking spirit. It's a speaking spirit. Glory to God. You are able to manifest the power of the spirit through words. 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 How do we know the spirit of God is in a place? By what is being said in the place. We know the Spirit of God is present in the place by what is said in the place. That's why you find that when the Holy Ghost comes into a room, amen, one of the things that happens is that he seeks to speak through people. So you find people prophesying. You find people speaking in tongues. Why? Because spirits express themselves through words. Glory to God. I said glory to God. 
So if you're having a challenge, if you're having unique clarity, there's confusion, and you're wondering what to do. What happens when the Holy Ghost takes over? The Holy Ghost takes over and moves people to speak. Or the Holy Ghost comes to you and gives you a word because the coming of the word is the manifestation of his presence. Are you following? Church, are you following? Are you following? So we give expression to the spirit of God via words. There is no manifestation of the spirit without words. Turn to Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. You will see that principle, you know, we are according to scriptures. Genesis chapter number 1, from verse 1 to 3. Are we there? It says, in the beginning was... Church, now, in the beginning was... Uh-huh, the word was with what? No, no, no. Did I say in the beginning was what? I'm quoting John 1, 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. To overboard. Uh-huh. And darkness was upon the face. Uh-huh. And the Spirit of God did what? Moved upon the face of the water. So the Spirit of God came into that environment. What was the next thing we hear? And God said, because the presence and power of the Spirit of God is manifested through words. Now listen. During this series, there's something I've thought, I've said nearly every Sunday. It is not what you do not have that is limiting you. It is what you have in Christ, but you have not yet known how to what? Praise God. Every believer has faith. Every believer has the Holy Ghost. Because when you came into Christ, all spiritual blessings in heavenly realms were deposited in your spirits. You, as a Christian, you are not deficient. There is nothing that you lack. Oh, come on. Amen. You lack nothing. Nothing. There is no problem with you. The moment you got born again, you were born of the Spirit of God. You were born of the Word of God. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. It says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the Word of God that liveth and abides. Do you know what it means to be born of God? It means you carry his DNA. It means every genetic information in God is in you. I don't know if you understand that. But the problem is many believers, we've not come to the fullness of understanding. We have not come to the place of full persuasion of who we are in Christ. We have not come to the fullness of understanding and clarity of what we now have because we are children of God. And we, because we do not come to that fullness of understanding, we don't know how to use it. Hallelujah. You didn't know that when you speak, the power of God is released. You didn't know that the secret to changing that situation is not running around. It's to be still and know that he is God. When you know that he is God and you understand all that he has done for you, you now take your place in him and begin to move as he wants you to move. Begin to move as he instructs you to move. Praise God. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Ha. Ah. Say this with me. My faith produces results. Say it again. My faith produces results. One more time. My faith produces results. I am not barren. Say, I am not barren. I produce results. Praise God. You are not deficient. A lot of believers actually think that there is something wrong with them. 
They are going from prayer houses to prayer houses looking for how the thing that is wrong with them will be fixed. There's nothing wrong with you. That's if you have believed in Jesus. There is nothing deficient in you. There is nothing you need you don't have. Glory to God. Your problem is not generational cost. You are not generationally cost. Praise the Lord. If they had cost every other person in your lineage, you, you are the exception. Do you know why? Your lineage is in Christ. Did you hear what I said? Your lineage is what? It's in Christ. You say, Pastor, eh, eh, Pastor, we are cursed in our family. And you will have what you say. Since you want to reverse the blessing that they've blessed you with. Glory to God. When you say, I'm not generational, you say, I am not generational because that's what you say. When you say, I am blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ, what are you supposed to say? I am blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen. There is no manifestation of the Spirit without words. Then, there is no operation of the Spirit of faith without words. We are able to recognize and identify spirits by what those spirits say. Therefore, the way spirits reveal themselves is through words. We are able to qualify and define which spirit is in operation by words. So, for example, how do we know a spirit of fear is in operation? Words of fear become out of the mouth. Are you seeing that? Words of fear become out of the mouth. I don't know if you have had cases where you were about to go for an interview or something that was very important. Then just before it was time for you to, you know, maybe present yourself or for the entire exercise to start, fear comes into you. And when you are sitting there, I mean, as I have to before, then they are asking you questions you have answers to, but the answers are not coming out of what? Your mouth. Where's my rope? Can you please bring my rope? I want to show you something. I saw this thing with my, my pastor. I want to show you what fear does. Ah! God punishes the devil. I said, God punishes the devil. The devil is a bastard. He's a bastard, him and his cousins. And his in-laws, all of them are mad. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, yeah, give me this. So let me look for someone. Pastor Emmanuel, please come. And Pastor Wilson, come. Pay attention to what I'll show you. Okay, good. Now, this guy here, let's him be our God today, even though he's dressed in black. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this guy has come. Man of God, can you hold this? So, pour this water into that cup. Pastor Victor, come. I hope you can do this thing for me because of your... Now, can you help me tie Pastor Emmanuel and make sure you tie him. He's your... He's, okay, you are a senior registrar. Okay, good. So, everything is okay. Both of them are oncologists. And Pastor Victor is the senior registrar and he's the junior registrar. So, I want to make sure that the junior is not the one tying so that there will not be complication in tomorrow's uh, word round. No, 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 no. What are you doing? I didn't ask you that one now. <laughs> now, okay, just go this way and hold him from the back. Now, you pull backwards. Now, listen. This is the problem many of us have. You see this cup that is full of water? This is the blessing of God. It's available. God has already what? Given it. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, for example, you have a case where 
you have you, have, you just have this desire that ah, I'm going, I want to build a house for my my parents. But you check your bank account, you don't have money there. Maybe you are doing one job that is paying you 150k per month, but you have that this and that I'm going to build a house for my parents. You come to church, then a prophecy comes in church. We are going to build houses this year. You said amen, but somewhere inside you're like. This is how they do in church. If don't be professor, how will I do it? Like now, 150k at the end. Where will the money come from? Hold on. The blessing is available. But do you know what happens? Try to get to the cup. Now, what happens is our fear hinders us from receiving what God has already given to us. Now, the problem we now have is that though God has given it to us, we are not enjoying what he has given. Because if I give something to someone, that person must be able to what? Receive it. Many times, it's not the devil that is the problem, per se. The problem is what? Our fear. Glory to God. Yeah! So, you stand in front of the people, you are supposed to make a pitch. Your, your fear of failing is affecting how you are making the presentation. Your fear of failing is affecting what is coming out of your mouth. Because fear already paints the destination before you arrive. So you can't take hold of what has been given to you. Glory to God. Now, give me the other cup. Where's the other cup? Now, see. You see this cup? Now, so, this is God. So to speak. This is you. The amount of what God gives that you receive is a function of your capacity to receive. Not a function of God to give. Do you know why? God is a willing and generous giver. He doesn't say, I'm giving you, but I've given you too much. That's not God. How do you know? Look at sunlight. Look at the rain. Praise God. He pours it on everyone, even good and bad. The issue is this. It is your capacity to what? To receive. Give me more water. Now, you know, pour it here. Pour it here. Now, listen. Look at this. Now, can you see this cup? What is going to affect how much of water this cup holds? Is it what is in this or what is the capacity of this to receive? So, as you see now, then it begins to what? This capacity. This is the problem with many of us Christians. The problem is this. We are limited with the capacity, in the area of the capacity, to receive what God wants to give us. Like this rope of fear, with keeping this guy back, many of us are held by fear. Should I tell you the second thing that holds many believers back? I'll tell you. Mindset. The what? Mindset. One major challenge and one major way, what kind of mindset holds believer back is this small mindset. Small mindset. We've been wired to receive things small. Small. And the religious systems has not helped because we have been taught to accept that when it is small, it is holy. That when it is small, it is righteous. That when it is small, it makes me humble. But when it becomes big, I can become proud. 
So we interpret small as holy, big as worldly. Are you following what I'm saying? We interpret what is big and, you know, great as worldly. So what happens is we've yielded great acts and great feats, great accomplishments on the earth. We've yielded it to the world. We've yielded it to the world. So Christians cannot say, I will build the biggest media station. When another Christian hears it, they say, look at him, worldly ambition. That's what they will say. You understand? They will say it's worldly ambition. They will point to it, it's worldly ambition, you see? You see? He's not of this world. We are not of this world. So we point to great acts, great steps of faith. We say it's worldly ambition. Forgetting that it would be the spirit of faith speaking to that person. Small mindsets. Small minds. God says, I will give you a car this year. Your mindset will determine the model. Your mindset will determine the kinds. Your mindset will determine the picture that comes to you when we say car. There are many of you who say you will get a receive new cars. You will think of Ojo 504. Because you receive and you interpret that word of prophecy, all right, and you pass it through the lens of your, your, your account balance. Receive the car, you're not beginning to think, okay, this car, I receive it in Jesus' name. So that means Nigerian use, Toyota Camry. If I, if I get like 1.5 million around, yeah, that's, one, that's what God is talking about. Hallelujah. Are you following that? So you've interpreted it and passed it through the lens of your mindset. Whereas another person hears that same thing and says, oh, glory to God, 2023 model, nothing less. That's how he sees it. He's not faking it. It's how he sees it because his mindset is at that level. There are some people that when they receive ideas from God, they do not see it anything less than global. So they are receiving, God gives the same word to five people, one sees it for his local government area. Do you understand? Someone says, okay, my son, I'm giving you a bread factory. Glory to God. Mr. A says, Father, I give you the place. Good. So what we're going to do is this. I'm going to do bakery. I'm going to just make the bread, put it inside the and supply a gig area. That's what one person gets. And that person comes, and what he sees is, oh, yes. So we're going to do it, all right, in the Lagos area. Then another person comes and says, oh, we're going to do it in Southwest. Another person says, national. Another person says, hmm, if God says, I'm going to run a bread factory from God, that means it's a bread for the whole world. Because when God does something, he doesn't do it for a small locality. He does it for the whole world. So you're being thinking, okay, good. What international partnership am I going to get into to make sure that the bread can what, be distributed around the whole world? Who is my Asian partner? Who is my Asian distributor? Who is my European partner? Who is my, are you following? You will now begin to investigate, all right, the constitution, that means the formulation of bread in Europe, all right? I mean, how much flour must be there? What is there? Oh, the cyanide devil. Oh, so we cannot use this. Are you following? So the mindset informs the interpretation you give to the vision. Are you following what I'm saying? So it's not God that is the problem. It's us. Glory to God. Is, is us. So, that's why daily, thank you very much, man of God. God bless you. That's why daily, as believers, we must invest in the enlarging of our minds. The improvement of our capacity. How does this happen? Second Corinthians 3. Oh, hallelujah. Second Corinthians 3. This is the year where we stop doing small and thinking small. Did you hear what I said? You stop doing small and thinking small. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
when they are talking about okay, there's a bid for a five billion naira contract. Be okay with coming forward. Be okay around big numbers. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Is there somebody here that this word is for? Hallelujah. I hope this is not too unholy for you. Be comfortable around big numbers. What are you talking about? Yet is the Lord and thereof. Be comfortable around it. Be comfortable around big deals. Be comfortable. Be where they are discussing it. Go and sit down where they sit. Hallelujah. Befriend them that are already there. Walk the talk. Talk the talk. Hallelujah. Belong in the room. You belong to the top. Glory to God. Did you hear what I said? I said you belong to the top. You want to set up a hospital? Don't want to be looking for how you can be borrowing money from your father and your mother to set up and go and rent one 2.5 million naira space there to set up a hospital and you are doing S1, S2. No, sir. Look for funding. Talk funding. Talk about 500 million naira. Talk about 1.5 billion. Hallelujah. I deal, you know, I'm in health finance and I'm amazed how a lot of unbelievers who are foreigners have a lot more faith than believers. Nigeria has done a number on our brain. This country. It has done a number of it's a disease. What this country has done, you will never understand it, maybe until you get to heaven. Yes, because the environment has programmed us to think that it has it will fail. So before you start, you're saying it will fail. You have an idea, the only time every single thing you are thinking of is where will I get the money? Where will I get support? Are you noticing that what happened? So the fact that you said there will be no support, you now stop. Whereas somebody from someone, somewhere else, all he needs is an idea. He approaches a VC before you know it. Millions of dollars are pumped into the business. Don't let Nigeria limit you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Ensure your identity in Christ is stronger than your nationality. It must be stronger. It must make a greater impact on your consciousness. Hallelujah. All right? I am from above. I'm not from this world. I am from above. I'm not from this world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. It is possible. It is possible. You understand? I know who I am. It is possible. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 3, 16. You have to invest in daily transformation. Because as you meditate and you fellowship with God, hallelujah, you now begin to be transformed into the image from glory to glory. So there is a transformation that is necessary, hallelujah, for the enlargement of your capacity. If there is no transformation, there is no enlargement. Enlargement is first within you before it manifests outside of you. What you are able to handle is first determined by how much you have grown inside of you. How do you see? How do you reason? Hallelujah. How do you see? How do you reason? How do you see when you, a problem, a mountain comes before you? How do you, what do you call that mountain? Do you call that mountain a, a, an obstacle you can't pass through? Or do you speak to the mountain and say, who is this mountain before the real Babel? You shall be what? A plain. Praise God. I said, praise God. Are you listening to me today? Are you listening to me today? The spirit of faith has a language. The spirit of faith is manifested through words. Through words. Through words. Learn to speak by faith. That which you see in the spirit. Without considering or consulting with your present circumstance. Do not allow your present circumstance. Interfere with what comes out of your mouth for your future. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And please... Don't believe that you, your life will get better abroad. 
than it will get better here. Bishop Idaosa used to say something. He says, a lizard in Nigeria will not become an alligator in America. He's on way I agree. Now, all those places have better systems and all that. Yes. But the truth is that you don't have to go there to prosper. You don't have to go there. All right. Because you see, you are born of God. Your address is the spiritual. So by the spirit, you can draw anything you need from anywhere to where you are. Oh boy, I'm going to teach you how you are going to do this today. Hallelujah. But first, let me show you seven things the spirit of faith does. Seven things. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I'm going to my want us to pray. Seven things the spirit of faith is going to do. Number one, the spirit of faith translates men from one level to another level. Spirit of faith translates men from one level to another level. Facebook, all right, for me is a blessing. You know, I like Facebook. Facebook reminds me of how not so far away my life was. I don't know if you know that Facebook stuff. Memories from three years ago. Memories from nine years ago. You remember that? Ah, yeah, go by that So I remember. <laughs> Three years ago, we were in, uh, um, we were using a, a venue in Surulere for church, all right? It's, it's, it's our office, all right? It was a small venue. And when I mean the venue, at that time, the place was barricaded. So it was a building, a residential building that had a parlor and toilet and all that. And we were having the services in the parlor side. The building was already small, yet it was the parlor side we were using for church services. Praise God. Three years ago, I saw that picture. Just three years ago. Look at us now. And that was the only center that we had. That's the only church. Three, in three years, Oikea has multiplied by like 20 times in membership. Praise God. Like 20 times. Just three years. What was the issue? The issue was, when we moved into that place, after some months, the Lord was saying, Moving me to also go and take a bigger space. I said, no, 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 no. I know, no, I'm afraid that if you take the bigger space, we struggle to pay for the uh, what do you call it, the rent. Ah, no, I know. Then we now went to go and negotiate to one hall, one tent, and they told us, ah, for you to come here to use this 14 million. I said, ah, 14 million is too much. Ah, where will I see the money? Hey, hey, hey. And I kept thinking like that. I was ruled by fear, and he held back by it. Let me tell you something you need to know about God. And I want you to hear this thing very, very well. Many people don't understand it. Many people think that when it is faith, God will do it and bring it to you. Now say, oh, see what God has done. No, it's not, it doesn't happen like that. It does not happen like that. This is how God operates. God will come and give you an instruction. Like, come. Are you following? When that instruction to come comes to you, there will be nothing in the natural that says you should come. You will only see a manifestation of the power in that instruction of God when you take that first step. And let me let you know, that first step is the hardest step. But if you can take the first step, you are fine. Look at what happened with uh, what's the Peter. Peter was in the boat. There was a storm. 
Jesus was on the water, walking on the water, having a nice day. Was cool. Everybody was afraid. Listen, notice, notice something. There was a storm. There were people in the boats. The people in the boat were afraid of the storm. But Jesus was not afraid of the storm. He walked as a master on the water. Having a nice day. Which means you can have the same weather conditions. But two people can have different reactions to it. Based on the operating principle at work in them. So Peter now says to Jesus, screamed in the storm. He now says, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come. And Jesus says to him, come. Peter took one step, hallelujah, out of the boat into the water and began to walk on Jesus. Now, he did not sink, but if he did not take that first step to Jesus, he would never have walked on water. Go and check the story. Abraham, God told him, leave your father's house and mother's house to a land that will show you. After he left, the land, he didn't arrive at the land one week later. Faith is a journey. It starts when God speaks and it continues when you respond to what he has said. Therefore, faith is a response to the word of God. You are not in faith until there has been a response from you. A response. So I said, number one, translates men from one level to another level. Colossians chapter 12, chapter 1, from verse 12 to 13. You cannot remain in the same position. Recently, um, one of our, ven- our church, our branches, is moving venues. So because, you know, when you walk with God, and you, oh, you see, the way faith works, and how you build your faith is this. It is the faith you had for past victories, or the victories you had from past obedience and demonstration of faith, is going to be your reference point for what? For the future. If you read the Old Testament, you find out that they kept remembering what God did in the past as a reference point for what it will, will happen with in the future. We wanted to move into, they are moving to a new place and all that and all that. So, and the place where they are is a very expensive area and all that. So, it was now to negotiate. All right? So, I allowed them to go and be doing the sourcing and every single thing. But this week I was in conference with my pastor. And as they were preaching, pastor was preaching and all. Ah! The word of God came. Everybody said the word of God came. Now, you see, there are different word of God. There is the word of God in the Bible. That's the scriptures. Are you following that? That's what has been written. Then there is when there is a rema. That means God's word comes to you concerning a particular matter. And the word of God came. And the Lord now told me this, 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 this. Praise God. On that basis, I took over the negotiations. I called those. I said, well, I will not be, we're talking big numbers. Do I have the money now? No. Will we have the money? You bet your life on it, we will. I will tell you when we pay so that you can be or you know brought you know up to speed. We will pay. Praise God. I'm telling you, we'll pay. I know that, like as my name is Femi Olale, that no the money we gather together and we will pay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. Why am I have so sure that we because of past victories? He's done it before, he will do it what? Again. And I've understood and recognized the patterns of God's dealings with my life. I've understood the patterns of God's dealings 
when it concerns faith in my life. Praise the Lord. And you have to recognize it too as a believer. That this is how he spoke to me the other time. This is how, you know, there are some of you in service, and the way God talks to you to give and take a, you know, a step of faith, you know it. And you knew what happened the last time you had that. Plus, that is a pattern. God operates to us, operates with us through patterns. And the moment we are able to recognize those patterns and respond to them, ah, you have cracked it. Look at him and say, you have cracked it. Glory to God. Now, Colossians 1, 12 to 13 says what? Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us me to be partakers of the inheritance of saints in life. Next verse, verse 13, everybody, we want to go. It says what? Uh-huh. Are you noticed? So, faith, the spirit of it translates. Moves you from one level to another level. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5. Let's move quickly. Hebrews 11 and verse 5 says what? Quickly, what does it say? Turn your Bible, don't wait for the screen. What does it say? By faith, uh-huh. By faith, Enoch was what? Enoch was what? Translated. So, the spirit of faith translates. It moves you from one level to the other. Number two, the spirit of faith is a builder. The spirit of faith is a builder. Faith builds things. Hallelujah. God is a specialist of building things where nothing ever existed. God is a specialist of making men the first to build something that no one else has ever thought of building. We serve a pace a pace setting God. Praise God. When we talk about it, we'll be the first to do it in your family. Your family is too small. <laughs> your family, which family? Your family is too small. Your family is from one village in southwest or southeast. I'm talking of the world. Glory to God. One of a kind product. One of a kind company. One of a kind architecture. They've not seen it before. Yeah. The spirit of faith builds. Look at Zachariah quickly. I'm praying for you that you have an encounter with the word of God this morning. Let me tell you why I'm praying for an encounter. Because you see, you can come to church, sit down, and live the way you came. But if you have an encounter, you didn't live the way you came. It will affect you. It will affect your thinking. It will change something. Hallelujah. Your decision making will change. The way you respond to situation will change. When I come to services, let me tell you something. Ah, no. I make sure I don't live the same way I came. I just went from a conference. I see during the conference, I was making decisions, changing decisions. Because I was having encounters with the world. Why would I come to church to waste my time? I don't believe in wasting time. Praise the Lord. When I come to church, I recognize that there is an intermingling of spirits. I recognize that ministering spirits are here. I recognize that this is the best atmosphere for me to get clarity from God. I recognize that if there is a time, God is going to speak to me clearly about and it's, it's in church. So I make sure I'm sensitive. I'm listening. My preparation to attend church is different. It's not just because I minister. 
All right? Even to attend my, my, my preparation. I'm playing worship music. I'm praying in the spirit because my sensitivity must be high. Because I know if God wants to pass something across to me urgently such that I will not miss it, he's here in this church. Church. Don't underestimate church. It is not a physical gathering. Don't think that only the people here are the only the people you can see. That will be your biggest mistake. I would say we've come to Zion, to the city of the living God. He calls the church the heavenly Jerusalem. Heavenly Jerusalem? Heavenly Jerusalem. He says you have come to an innumerable company of angels. The church is not just the gathering of believers on earth. It's also the gathering of believers in heaven. And God does not see a difference. Because God is spirit, he's not flesh. So as we are gathered like this as the body of Christ, praise God, it's a spiritual gathering. It's a gathering of sons of God. Sons of God is not a time for earthly beings. Sons of God is a time for supernatural beings. So don't think that the gathering in the church is normal, it's not. Don't look at your brothers and sisters in Christ as normal, as natural, they are not. When you understand that, when you hear, when a believer tells you, God bless you, it's not a greeting. It's an impartation. God bless you. It's an impartation. It's not a greeting. It's not God bless you. And you too, oh, Jari, God bless you. <laughs> I was, my pastor took a seed. Went to my niece, pastor, pray for me. Now, the love of you that want someone to pray long prayers. He and quote all the scriptures. I don't need it. I just need to give seed. Now I said, this small word, amen, I got up. My, my ear says, hallelujah. Because I'm conscious of the spiritual realm. Glory to God. What's the second thing I said? I said, the spirit of Kate builds. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 9. We've read that already. Number three, the spirit of faith brings understanding. Hebrews 11, 3. Wherever you have confusion concerning a matter, faith has not come concerning it. Faith is not confused. Faith understands. Hebrews 11 says, says, 3 says, by faith we understand. Everybody say understand. Say it again, understand. Aha. So wherever you find yourself in confusion, you are not in faith. So how do you get in faith? I'm going to teach you that today. But understand this clear thing. That the spirit of faith is the spirit of understanding. The spirit of faith ministers clarity. The spirit of faith ministers understanding to you. This year, let me tell you something. Have faith projects. What did I say? Have what? Faith projects. Just, okay, wait. I want to get something by faith. Just, I just want to, by faith. I want to believe God for something and get it by faith. Have faith projects. You want to move from your area. You don't like it. I mean, if you don't like where you live, put it up. You don't like where you live. Let me see that. Okay, good. Your faith project may be to move from the area. Praise God. Last year, myself and my wife were living in a place we didn't like. We're living now. This is not Sparta anymore. You may be living in that area now. It's fine. I was living in, we're living in Agor Quarter. Now, it's a nice place, all right? I like the supermarket and, and all, but we live in a place we didn't like. 
Now, we could have moved, not that we didn't have money or something like that, but we didn't have, we, we, we have a financial planning principle that our budget did not allow us spend the money we need to spend in the place we would like. You understand? I want to pay attention to this thing. Myself and my wife always do this thing every year. Maybe I don't think we have done it this year. We've not done it for this year. We, we, we have to correct that because of, you know, it's a principle. Every year, we have a list of what we are believing God for. Since we got married, we used to do it. In fact, when we got married, my wife used to put it on the cupboard. She would write it out, number one, number two, number... That's how she used to write it. When she wanted a car, that's how she wrote it down. Praise God. Write it down so it is not confusing the angels and devils. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. That's what we used to do. So, this is I said, we were living in this house, and we had these neighbors, you know, you know all this, you know, neighbor of Wala now. Neighbor, come and move your car. Uh -uh. And they'll come, they'll call you. Then maybe you took some time, you are dressing up. Then the person will come and knock the door, move your car. What's going on? All these people. Yeah. And we had a crazy landlord. The landlord could just wake up one morning and say, I want to excavate the soccer way. So everybody should park outside. And he didn't care about what happened to our car. Sometimes we park outside, someone will come and remove something. And something. Ah, we were like, we're in, ah, so, so we were groaning. Listen to me. God pays attention to those groanings. Remember in Exodus, the Bible makes us understand that the children of Israel were in Egypt and they were groaning under the burden of the Pharaoh. God responded to the groaning. Listen, it was not prayer. They were praying. It was the, their expression of their displeasure. So they are living conditions that God responded to. You don't really understand how much God cares about you. You really don't need to understand. He cares about you. You are the apple of his eye. You are his obsession. He is obsessed with you. Stop thinking he's your earthly father. He's not. God is obsessed with you. I'm telling you, there's a group of people that understand how God, how much God loves you and how much God is obsessed with his angels. How do I know? When the angel, Gabriel, appeared to Daniel, do you know what he said to, he said to Daniel? He said, oh, Daniel, greatly beloved. Gabriel stands in front of the presence of God and he said, we, we know how God talks about you. The way he talks about you, you are greatly beloved. You are his obsession. Hallelujah. He wanted to move. Boom. Took the first step. He went to move to a house in Bagada. It was nice. I had all those things. It was a great step. We testified. Hallelujah. Then some other things happened and happened and happened. They, 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 they contravened something, 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 something. And the funny thing was, the house that my wife had written where we're going to move to was lucky. She was talking about us living like that's where she wanted us to live in. But we 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 met our you know halfway. So we had to move out of I'm talking of one year. In one year, we've lived in Ago, then we've lived in Magada, and we now live in Lekki. There is no neighbor to tell us to remove and pack out. Because we are the only one in the compound. Praise God. How? Spirit of Hallelujah. What is the spirit of what? Now, let's look at this quickly. The fourth thing about the spirit of faith is this. The spirit of faith saves from destruction. 
Hebrews 11 verse 7. Saved from destruction. You have a cancer diagnosis. You have a disease condition. The spirit of faith will deliver you from it. Amen. Because of time, let us go on. Number five, the spirit of faith takes bold steps. Ah, hallelujah. Praise God. It is only the man that has a lion's heart that will have and get the lion's share. Timid guys come last. Praise God. Amen. Faith. The spirit of faith takes what? Bold steps. Steps that you take that people come and say, ah, ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bold steps. If you are going to be ahead, you will be bold. Glory to God. If you are going to be ahead, you will have to be bold. There are some of you that it is fabricated into God's program for your life to come into prominence. You need to come into prominence like Joseph. You need to come into prominence like Esther. But you see, the path to that prominence is via taking bold steps by faith. You will have to reprogram your mind. This timidity of shrinking back, shrinking back, shrinking back. You, need, it's, you must put an end to that rubbish. That is not God's plan for you. When they say, who wants to? You are in front. Yes, I will take up that responsibility. At work. When they say, there is a, take the most difficult task at work. Hallelujah. The, the one that is difficult, that's the one you are taking. The project that is the most complicated, that's the one you are taking. Because it is the person that solves the most difficult problems. Amen. That will be close to the boss. And the guy that is close to the boss, the boss will do everything to keep. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Say this loudly. I take bold steps. By the spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you have a business idea? That is really big. Put your hand up. It's really big. The business is really big. You will get it done if you had money. Put your hand up. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. The first thing you need is not money. The first thing you need is faith. Faith will bring the money. Hallelujah. Do you know why? What faith does is that, you see, because faith is locomotive. Faith is kinetic. Faith causes you to move. Faith causes you to find yourself in places you ought to be. Hallelujah. Faith does not sit still. Praise God. Faith moves at the speed of the will of God. So, because faith is kinetic and locomotive, you will find yourself in places where you are talking about that idea and the people that are partners and helpers and connectors to your vision will be there. And when they hear you talking, they will hear your sound and find out that you belong to their tribe. Why is faith important? Faith is locomotive and kinetic. Faith changes how you sound. And when it changes how you sound, you will find out that you begin to attract those that sound like you. Hallelujah. So you, when a dog barks, he's making noise. But to another dog, he's speaking. Which
which means that if you make a sound that belongs to a particular tribe, when that tribe hears you, he will call for you. Because they will find out that you have a kindred spirit with them. Praise God. Never have an idea that is not mingled with the spirit of it. Never have an idea that is not communicated with the spirit of boldness. Glory to God. Never have it. Faith takes bold steps. Bold steps. Say, Allah, I take bold steps. Loud, I say, I take bold steps. Bold steps. Bold steps. How you even name your business? Look how you named it. Okechi and Sons. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where, where's the globe out there? Where's the ink there? Hallelujah. Can you name it? Don't name it according to your size. Name it according to the size of the vision. Praise God. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. Hallelujah. Now, let's continue. Faith takes bold steps. Number six, the spirit of faith walks and receives miracles. Hebrews 11, 11. It works miracles and receives miracles. The same principle that works miracles, the same principle, principle of faith that receives miracles. Number seven, the spirit of faith works in the manifestation of God's promises. So how many of you, the word of God is working on your heart and you're like, Pastor, let us receive now, let us receive. How many of you are there yet? Are you there yet? Are you there yet? <laughs> Because there's a ministration of the spirit going on. The ministration of the spirit. Don't have the mis- mindset, oh, I am, I am dirty, I'm guilty, I'm unworthy. You, if you are in Christ, you are not unworthy. That is the lie of the devil. You are not unworthy. I'm dirty, I'm this, you are not anything. No. All those things, dopamine that is deceiving you. Praise God. I'm telling you, it's hormonal stuff that is deceiving you. you understand? Guilt, condemnation, all those things. It's not, look, look, listen. No matter how you take a hundred dollar bill, and you go and put it inside uh, Escrita. It is a hundred dollar bill in Escrita. Amen. It is see what? Escrita know the affect value of dollar. Dollar is dollar. If someone brings one million dollars to me now in Escrita, so what I will do, I will take, we will clean it. I'm a money. In fact, if I carry that one million dollars to Aboki with the Escrita, he said, Shama, no, Allah, yo, 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 ah, correct, oh, yo, this was after 19, 1999, bill. yo, all right, 730, Abi. he will wire the $730 million to my account. Be like that on your dollar bill. You sinned, okay, it was wrong that you sinned. You slept with someone you're not supposed to have slept, yes, you are wrong, you shouldn't have done that. Your understanding of who you are in Christ should not allow you to be sleeping around. Praise God. We always look at brothers and say, ah, we are enjoying life. And I, I want to understand what the enjoyment consists of. Sleeping with women. Um, smoking Igbo. That's enjoyment. You need to step up, my brother. Do you understand? You need to listen. You need to come up. You are, you are living in a, a grasshopper lifestyle. Igbo and Shayu, you are enjoying. And sleeping with different women. You are not ready. 
How can you be giving your strength to things that cannot, that, that, not, that will out, outlive you? He said, the children that will come from you. What would you build? That generations after you refer to, you are talking of Ibu and Shai, you are sleeping around. Praise God. He said, praise God. He said, praise God. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You can never say, change your mindset. Say, change your mindset. You're a son of God. You have power with God. You are loved by God. Now, you see, sometimes, people don't understand why sometimes we take time for the teaching of God's word. Because there's a lot of mess up. People have been messed up in the world with several you know, information. So when you come to church, there is a surgical operation that is necessary. So we need to give time for the Spirit of God to do His work. Hallelujah. And for the words to have significant impact in your soul. Amen. Now, how do you operate in the fullness of faith? And let's look at Romans chapter 10. I'm rounding up now. We are going to activate this principle to pray for the sick today. Then for businesses today. Hallelujah. We're going to do it. Alright? Romans chapter 10. And verse 8. Bakob of Shabbat. Shabbatobo Ristesu Pasadi. Hallelujah. Elohim, Elohim. Ah. Elohim, Elohim. Everybody has a choir. Come on. Let go sit down. Ah, ah, ah. Just sing. Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. Okay. How many of you are feeling the presence of God as you are singing this song? How many of you are feeling it? Two more times. Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. Then, verse 8. Can we read one to go? What does it say? But what said it? The word is what? Even what? And we are. That is what? So faith is in two places. In your heart and in what? Conviction in your heart. Confession of your mouth. So that means whatever you're believing God for, it must take root in your heart and come out of your mouth. Two places. Two places. It must take root in your heart and come out of your mouth. Now the question is this. How do I get my conviction concerning what I'm believing God for to become stronger? 
Is there a process for it? Yes, there is. Psalm 45. Psalm 45. Bakusabi no yelomarani wanuwanuushi gelenona babuna faro 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 faro. Thank you, Lord. Is there somebody here whose relative is contesting the elections? Contesting. Person is contesting. Like person is contesting, like contesting for a position. Elections. Anybody like that here? Is there anybody like that here? Because we were talking. I'm seeing someone connected to somebody here who is contesting an election and who they are plotting a plan to kill. That's why I'm talking about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't come to me after the service, though, because I'm always with that stuff. If someone is going to, if except God, they're going to kill this person. Hallelujah. All right, Psalms 45, from verse 1. Everybody read, want to go, it says what? My heart is indicting a good matter. Hey. I speak of the things which I have made touching the what? Now, everybody read the last one. It says, my tongue is what? So, it says, my tongue is a pen. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So, how do I get the words to take on more impact on my heart? I use the pen that can write on it. What is the pen that can write on it? My tongue. So what do you do? You take the scriptures, hallelujah, that speak to the matter you are believing for. Then when you take those scriptures, you speak those words again and again. You personalize, the, personalize those words for you, hallelujah. Let's say you are believing God for a healing in your body, amen. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, he said, If that same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also what? Vitalize your mortal body. So, what do you do? You put that scripture there and you say, In the name of Jesus, the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead lives in me. The same spirit right now is destroying the cancer, is destroying the fibroid, is destroying the asthma. In the name of Jesus. Ah, you understand that? So what you're doing is that you are taking the words of God and you are writing it on the tablets of your hearts. Praise God. As you're doing that, your conviction, your faith concerning the manifestation of that thing continues to what? To grow. And if you are not able to see a manifestation on your own, all you need to do is to look for a man of God. Look for a believing Christian. Who will lay hands on you or join their faith with you? Bam! Manifestation is greater. Our church was not growing. And I began to believe God for growth. So, what I did was this. Three years ago, I took a seed to my pastor, my man of God. I said, Pastor, why do you take a seed? It's not, we're not doing it, it's not money, this thing. See, the money eh, is honor. 
for the office of that man. Are you following? And I'm using that it is not a release of my faith. I had to do something in the physical to show that there is a disposition in my spirit to receive. So when I knelt down, and now God prayed for me. And after that, I remember the first time I gave that. Just somebody just wired us ten thousand dollars from abroad. Just like that, the Spirit of God spoke to me that just ten thousand dollars. He'd never seen that kind of money before. And I've done ministry before them for 11 years. $10,000. It was during COVID. There are principles. Amen. Listen to me. There are supernatural principles. Don't stay stuck with natural ones. So some people that all they do, they'll be arguing. All these pastors, pastors. I don't, I'm not, look. I work. You guys know, I'm not collecting salary from church like I don't need your money to do anything. Amen. I don't. So I'm not telling. You, I'm telling you what I do. Ha. Amen. What I do. There's also one powerful principle of association with faith people. Your tribe is important. What they say is important. What they believe is important. The atmosphere they carry is important. Are you following what I'm saying? It's important. So that if your Wi-Fi is not connecting, at least you connect to their own. You use their own as your hotspot. Amen? Glory to God. So you take the word, you put it in your heart. You put it in your heart. Listen, there, there is faith work. Faith work is a heart work. There is a work of faith on your heart that must happen for you to produce results. So when we ask you, how's the business coming out? Oh, it's going well. Praise God. We believe in God for this. We declare this is it. Oh, I'm even believing God that this year we're going to do 50 million in revenue. That's how faith talks. We're going to do all 50 million in revenue by the grace of God. We are looking at certain partnerships that are going to click. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, I believe God that funding is going to come this year. All right. I mean, it's my statement of faith. Blah, blah. Very clear. Faith has language. Not this worry now, wow, this government, he has finished us too. So I don't know, it's my father and my mother. Why did my mother marry a rich man? Which kind of stupid mother is that one? You went to marry this and you now begin to hate your father. You hate your, your uncle. You say, everybody in my family, nobody can help me. Nobody can help me. No helper. My helper, oh. Listen, that is not going to help. You are going to be stuck. Change your thinking. Let it be imbued with faith. Let the spirit of faith take ascendance. I don't care whether you are from Ikorudu or this. No, 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 no. If you can get faith, stay stead up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. And you release a sound of faith. You just find that people begin to find you. People just begin to find you. Your, your, your friendships will change, your associations will change. You begin to find out that God is able to bring manna to you in the wilderness. God is able to bring meat in the wilderness where there was no animal there, no goat there. God is able to do that if that sound of faith can come out of your lips. Praise God. Are you ready? Can we pray? Church, can we pray? Rise up on your feet. Let's begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Follow the instructions. Pray in the Holy Ghost and pray loud.
no distraction, nobody walking around. This is not a time to use the toilet. This is time to pray. The vision is possible. Nothing is impossible. That you have been blessed for more messages kindly search for our telegram channel using the link t.me slash oikia cc god has blessed you